You're now listening to Live Chat Radio. Cutting up. <laughs> you gotta I do this. Hashtag I do this. Hashtag keep watching. Hashtag don't sleep. Hashtag. If y'all say keep watching one more time, I stopped watching the first time you told me to keep watching. I ain't watching no more. There's just so many hashtags. Yeah, at least sit down. Talk about our Everybody, welcome to Life Chat Radio, where we do exactly what the name says. We chat about all things life. I'm your girl, E. Calloway, with E. Calloway Management. And I am Felicia Benton with the Zoe Communications Agency and Alicia Magazine. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're so happy that you are uh, listening. They're good people for listening. Thank you so much. Since we think you're so good, we're going to think you're even gooder if you pull out your cell phones. I said gooder. I, and you mm, didn't even yes, correct me. Did. I appreciate it. Pull out your cell phones. Find us on social media. We are Life Chat Radio everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We ain't on Pinterest. So <laughs> don't look for <laughs> us not there. on Pinterest. What if we what, pin what, what are we things? Pin? What are we quotes, pin? Quotes. Deep things okay. of life. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not doing that's that. A, that's some extra time. I don't <laughs> have time for that. Um, <laughs> also, make sure you go and subscribe to our website, livechatlive.com, and you can stay up to date on all of our upcoming events. We have a live chat live event that's happening soon, so you can find out more information about that. And of course, you can listen to our podcast directly from the website. So if you guys are out there saying, I don't know how to get on iTunes, I don't know how to do I SoundCloud. I just click the SoundCloud link. Yeah. All, all you have to do is go to our website and it has two options right there you can listen directly there so there you go that's so good i know right yeah so this week's show we are talking about startup how many of you guys have been listening to this series and you've been thinking about getting your own thing going and you don't even know where to begin well if you are just listening today and you haven't been listening for the past couple of weeks how dare you just kidding just kidding (laughs) actually it's so easy all you have to do is go back out (laughs) listen to the last two and then you'll be caught up and hopefully those first two um, shows will lay some good foundation of what we're talking about today Absolutely. and how to continue to stay motivated to get started starting is like the hardest thing to do it too. is it really is it, you know what it actually takes the most energy to actually start like like when you think about i was just reading a book so they were talking you were reading Esther? i was reading That's you know so because good. i do that i love it when you read <laughs> thank your, you your brain why you gotta call bigger? me out like that like i don't read <laughs> i mean saying. really good i'm just making a comment don't take it personally <laughs> don't take it personally. i knew you were gonna do it was that. a little personal um but anyway so so the book talks about how much energy they use when a rocket is taking off right so the most energy I, I was just thinking about that you were just thinking about that see okay keep and, you know going, so keep we going. talked about when our rocket comes but, Wait but mainly waiting for your rocket but mainly when when it takes off it uses like 90 percent of the energy that it, that it uses for the entire trip that's good it's, it, it happens when the takeoff happens so that's, that's pretty amazing right you've been all up in my brain because i I read well you do read and that (laughs) is fundamental and it makes you more amazing than you already are but i was scrolling facebook today because sometimes that's what i do Mm -hmm. but we love to to launch stuff we do if i see one more launch and ain't nobody figured out how to actually like put the engine together or how the rocket is going like stay up in the Mm -hmm. sky Mm -hmm. if i see one more launch of somebody who ain't got a plan i Mm -hmm. might 
I'm not going to pull my hair out or anything, but I'm frustrated by people who keep launching stuff and they want people to be excited. Yeah. But three months later, they're gone. It's, it's gone yeah, because it's they didn't my... think about what is it going to take to keep my rocket up? Yeah. And then just think about this, even going, going with the whole rocket thing, right? You're going with that's, it. This, this is where we are. Startup. Yeah. Does your rocket take off or does it fall flat? <laughs> that's, that's pretty is much your where we are. Rocket. Right? Why are you building a rocket? Why are in the you first building place? a rocket? Just imagine. Cause I remember seeing, um, you know somebody else. I don't know. Rocket. I don't remember what rocket it was that launched in Houston. But remember that it launched and it like fell apart before lots it even them. hit. Yeah, lots it happens of them. often, it's not right? Abnormal. Yeah, but I remember seeing one on television, like as it was happening, that it didn't even hit past a certain plateau before it just crumbled. And that's exactly what happens with businesses. So if you are not, if you're not preparing yourself on the back end, and this will we'll pull this in on our quote for today, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all of this prep time. That you have to put into it, you have to invest into it. And so that helps you actually make sure that you maintain once you get to that certain altitude of like, oh, we just... We're We're just coasting. We're good right now. You know, there's a statement that I hear entrepreneurs say all of the time, Mm -hmm. and they toss it around like it's kind of a joke, but it's not funny. To me, it it could cause a lot of stress, and that is building. We're just building our rocket in the air. Have you heard that before? No, but yeah, we're building our airplane in the air. Like we've already taken off, Mm -hmm. and thankfully we're kind of off the ground now. But Mm -hmm. now we have to go back and put the engine in place, or. Put yeah. those flappers over right. there that we forgot to put mm-hmm. because we just we yeah. just took off. And, and I mean, the, at the end of the day, it basically means that you're not prepared. Like mm. you have to be so prepared for everything. There shouldn't be even the things that come that you didn't even expect. You should still have some type of preparation for it. Right. Something. So, yeah, you should you should have something in place already to know that, oh, my engine may go out. Like, <laughs> you just have some backups. Like right. You just need backups. A backup. No backup. Yeah. Nobody has a backup so it frustrates me i got tagged in another one a day i'm so excited the lord has put up on my heart for me to launch stop Stop launching go to school (laughs) stop launching read a book get a mentor (laughs) like yeah seriously sit down somewhere y'all launch one more Mm -hmm. thing okay that's all i have to say about that esther what is our word for the day (laughs) okay so our word for today is uh perceptive 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 and um, the definition of perceptive is as soon as i (laughs) pull it up on my computer perceptive is having or showing keenness of insight okay that's pretty good and so you have to have that in order to be successful in your business well keenness of insight yeah i would like to hone in if you will Mm -hmm. please on the word insight Really? I wish I had time to Google that because I, I could do that for you. Cause since you I'm could. So he, this computer. goes back to building the rocket in the air. A lot of people, I think they start out there and they don't go on the path of discovery in order to understand even how to respond to the things that might come their way. So the mm-hmm. good thing about having, um, what is the word? what you just say? Perceptive. Yeah. Even the, the good thing about being perceptive is that it, if you have some sort of insight about mm-hmm. where you're going or what's around you, right. then you can respond instead of just continuing on into something that you don't really understand in mm-hmm. the first place. Absolutely. So insight is the capacity to gain an accurate and deep intuitive mm. understanding mm. of a person or thing. That will preach. That will preach. Say insight. it again, Esther. Insight. Repeat that. The capacity to gain an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or thing. Intuitive. It's 
it's got to come. Intuitive means what? It means it should just click. Right. Exactly. So this, these are all things that, again, as an entrepreneur, if you're starting up anything, you definitely need these insight. traits. Yeah, you need insight and you need perception. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So quote, what's our quote? Our quote for the day is one for people who are especially in the acting field might understand. Right. So it is four months of preparation and about 12 hours of shooting turned into about 30 seconds of screen time by a guy named Wentworth Miller. So what does that mean? Mm -hmm. That means there was a lot of preparation done for a very short, for a result that seems very small. Right. So to me, that implies that if you want to have some longevity, you got to be, you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul. And you have to constantly be in preparation mode for whatever it is, for wherever you're trying to go. Yeah, there's there's never really a time to not be in preparation mode like even after the thing that you've been preparing for is over or feels like it's over yeah is like you're still preparing for the next thing right and you almost have to be as an entrepreneur you have to be in prep mode for multiple things at the same time sure so you know with um with even with the south by southwest like that show was three and four hours long and i felt like i was preparing for it for freaking nine months and it's time to prepare again <laughs> it really. is like it as really soon as is. that as soon as, uh, and going back to that launch thing i see so many they launch they do their web launch they do their event launch they do their clothing line launch they do their it's ministry so launch, launch 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 <laughs> they launch that thing but then nothing happens after it or they go mm. on a photo shoot okay so somebody took some good pictures so you had a, a mua you had a MUA good hashtag hashtag <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, I do this hashtag I do this hashtag keep has, watching hashtag don't sleep hashtag if y'all say keep watching one more time I stopped watching the first time you told me to keep watching I ain't watching no more watching hashtag no stay more. tuned hashtag look at me hashtag don't sleep on me yet man I done taken several naps <laughs> you so crazy you, hashtag I slay hashtag you slay hashtag formation hashtag black lives matter it's just so many hashtags <laughs> Damn. Talk about our hashtag guest for the for today. Hashtag, hashtag guest. <laughs> Talk about it. Golly, I wanted to go down such a bad path. I know you path. did. I stopped. Praise you the can't Lord. because our producer is saying that. Okay, I'm sorry. Our guest today, he's going to come back after the break. Yes. You've heard him before. His name is Grant Skeldon. He's probably got some like fancy title like director of cool people or initiator <laughs> right. of things that are awesome. initiator of initiative yeah so with go. the with initiative <laughs> with the initiative network yeah um a really cool organization of people who are doing good things in the community mm-hmm. they love jesus and we like that about them yeah well actually we, we love, love that about them we love them too so we'll talk to them by them i mean him <laughs> right there's only one grand in the after the break yeah and he's going to be talking about the lion's den yeah which is an event that's coming up right at dbu on may the something yep may the 24th for entrepreneurs entrepreneurs. yeah so people who have been who are prepared entrepreneurs this is not for we all talking about preparation i'm going to spectate I'm not going to like pitch it. <laughs> you're not going. You're not going to spectate. You're probably going to like. You need to be like taking. I'm going to take some notes. Yeah, take notes. And I'm not going. And stuff. But there's like an opportunity to pitch. I'm not doing. You're I'm not, not doing. You that. ain't ready to pitch. Yet? No, and I'm not going to be ready in a month. So <laughs> hashtag. See, see what I'm talking about. You slay to sleep. You got to have <laughs> you need some preparation. insight. You, you need, need preparation insight. insight. And I know my insight is that that ain't for me right now. I ain't I ready. You. All right, you guys. So we'll be right <laughs> back with our next guest. Stay tuned.
Hey yo, my soul's convicted. Hate the way that we get depicted. Picked apart in the public, the system's got me disgusted. Thrusted into the light that be despised because they love it. To watch a square man die under the lies that we entrusted. Self image degraded, culture imitated. Afraid to be considered as someone who never made it. We played the game eventually, leading to our enslavement. The kiss of death is value and peace over liberation. I was following wealth without no knowledge itself. My empty soul made me assume that full of pockets were help because money. Power, respect was the idols that we erected But great perceptions ain't never lead to no resurrection Still I rise even though the world try to win me down Gotta get up on my own, bumping dies hit me now In the city that I roam, everybody seems to throw Wish you well when you win and still standing all alone There's a war on my mind, so I gotta stay vigilant Be awesome though I'm humble when they think that I'm ignorant Cause fitting in may lead to some dividends But do the math, you don't have to face the same problems we living in same place, we might share the same fate, but look at history, show me where is the same fate, when enemies circle, do you fight, do you save face, cause only when I speak violently do you preach saving grace, are we on the same team, do we serve the same king, if one of us is certain, don't we all share the same pain, then pride is the one that calls Lucy to fall, is that pride worth losing it all, you make the call. Overcomes you when they go and say he's alive Don't know the path that I walk Can't put me back in the crate Paying my dues, my heart is tougher in the back of a slate You politic and plot your move steady Attacking my fate But I rely on the hand of the Lord When havoc's my way Poising myself to do well Although there's evils bestow Knowing these are the soul conditions That a king needs to grow Never poison myself Thinking I need more than his presence I'm bound to usher a new rapper So this is my confession I am deserving of death Yet every day there's new breath I ain't deserving of grace that burn my list of regrets Visions of war on my mind Cause it's the way they reject But I don't need a validation Reverence, I respect I'm the outcast that you cast out I'm the dog that you overlook Was underwhelmed with life Until the giant was overtook The populace dreams it And no one knows that they ask about Who gave me the gems That you now throw at his glass house
Hey, this is Ecal. And this is Felicia. And we want you to be a part of our live live chat radio audience. So if you'd like to be a part of our live podcast audience, email us at livechatradio at gmail.com. And make sure you visit us online at livechatlive.com. We can't wait to chat with you. You're listening to Live Chat Radio. Welcome back to Life Chat Radio. We are here and ready to dive into our conversation with our special guests. Or launch into our conversation. (laughs) We are not (laughs) launching into the... Hashtag launch. Hashtag launch. Hashtag stay ready. (laughs) (laughs) With our... Okay, Esther, let me stay focused okay, okay, on introducing our guest. Uh, we're back with our guest, Mr. Grant Skeldon. Hey, Grant. Yo. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? That's it. That's what you're giving to people today. Yo. Yeah. Nobody okay. can see your swagger when you say yo. Like you have to, they can't, we're on the radio. We're on. You feel it. They feel, I think, I, because I, I kind of feel it a little bit over here too. Yeah. I feel the swag. He's only said six words and we already feel yeah. the swag. That's nice, Jesus man. Just, oh, not Jesus. God, God said a couple couple words in the beginning, and he, he laid it down. He was he was that was it, huh? He only had to say a couple actually. That's pretty much why I'm he got. I want to. <laughs> we're gonna bypass that. Um, I want to make a shirt for Grant that says hashtag Dope Christian. <laughs> really? <laughs> something like something out of the like out of the ordinary. Hashtag successful launch Christian. <laughs> yeah, successful launch. There you go. <laughs> hashtag Christians in the deep. <laughs> hashtag you don't have to wait anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wait. <laughs> That's good. We're gonna just go into the hashtag T-shirt business. I know, right? Seriously though. <laughs> Welcome back, funny. Grant. We haven't seen you. It's in a been a bit. minute. I know. I know. You were uh, on like our f- second. Was it our second show? First time ago. Year. It was like first or second show. First yeah, or second it was show. me and uh, Carl Sherman. Carl right? Or is it? Is it DeSoto? Yeah, right? Yeah. DeSoto. That was the last time you were on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. A year ago. It was a year. ago. It was over a year ago. That was yeah. like March of last year. Yeah, it was. Welcome back. Good to meet with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. I, I I've done a couple interviews on radio, and I really struggle when it's not a question because really? I think I'm waiting on a question. You shouldn't be. My first one, it was so rough because he's like, "So you're with Initiative? How? You're good, right? This is. I heard great things." And you like? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And I'm like, oh okay. There's not going to be a question mark at no, the end of all this. No. Like, sometimes I just need to have a comment. No, the name of the show is Life Chat radio right. as that's to what imply we do. that we converse about things okay, there so it it's dialogue just yeah, pretend just, we're regular just act like the mics aren't on yeah all we right. do it all the time yes <laughs> me and esther we t- i know we do it all the time and people are like uh were y'all supposed to were be y'all talking supposed, to us were y'all talking to us oh right we yeah. include y'all in that conversation so you're included in our conversation yes. today right, Grant. let's, let's roll it. with it great how stuff to go with initiative it's not a rough question, man. That was yeah. Well, actually, that was a question. It is. I, it's like, how do you measure? If you ask, like, you got five kids, how are your kids doing? It's like, man, That's which one? Which what one? are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, which week yeah. are we talking about? Yeah, you um, guys. I mean, you guys have changed some stuff up over the past yeah. year. You started out one way. You thought you were going to do things a certain way, and now over the past year, you guys have really feels like honed in on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. I think the biggest thing was changing from big catalyst events to uh, that were frequent to mm-hmm. um, intentional, intimate time with a few, and uh, really based off. I saw Jesus. Uh, 
in the Bible. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> you did. Yeah. At your uh, house. What he, up, Grant? He's got 5,000 people coming hungry to hear the word, and he decides to leave them for 12 guys, just deuces, mm-hmm, get on a boat. Mm-hmm. And I would think, what pastor in his right mind, seriously, here in Dallas, Texas, would right, have sure. 5,000 people saying, hey, we want to hear you preach, and not think, well, I'm going to start a church. Right. And, and, and there's a concept or an idea that's very easily adopted here that the bigger you can get an audience, yeah. the, the more of an impact you're going to make. Impact, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like if that's true, would not Dallas be the most impacted city of all I cities mean, in the world? we have churches on every corner. All of the corners. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to, we, we said we're trying to uh, less focus on building an audience, more focus on building an army. Yeah, man. I like that, it. That's so counterintuitive. I feel like most things in business are counterintuitive. But, but it feels like the more you narrow, the more narrow you become, yeah. the more effective you are are but we just got this we got the we gotta go big go after everybody go cast a wide net instead of really trying to focus and then not just that i think the next step where people really get lost is what are the steps in my focus so now that i know that i want to narrow what things do i do individually in order to accomplish this really big goal but this really narrow focus, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So you guys said you went from really big events. How mm-hmm. many events were you guys doing? I mean, we did an event a month. Wow. And, an and event how many people attended? Month? Yeah, yeah. And it would be a couple hundred young adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ranged, it was about 50 plus churches represented through those young adults. And it, it made a difference. It, it, got, it grew awareness. But I just... I mean, you guys are kind of dogging on uh, these campaigns or these new. Con- <laughs> I, I, my thing is just these these campaigns of like we got to raise awareness. But I was like, but okay, at what point does it become action? Like, sure. yeah. like are we still looking for Coney, or is that just not cool anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, baby, what that man? That's that'll kill some people right there because <laughs> it's so trendy. It's like the, the yeah. cause becomes a trend. And then once the next trend comes, once the tr- next trended cause comes, we've abandoned the former right. cause. And now we're on to this cause. Right. Like yeah. no one, no one has an ice bucket on their head tonight. Yeah. No one. No. You hear me? I don't know why. <laughs> it's just not cool. I guess. It's not cool no more. Nobody wants Somebody to do that Somebody should just start it up again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to do this. I, the life chat ice box. Hashtag no. ice bucket <laughs> challenge. Reignited. <laughs> Girl, bye. I know we got our code, our flu, and all that from that. We're good. Yeah. They're on to another season. Yeah. So, so talk about the transition from being a really large group to being more um, concentrated with like small people. Yeah, small so group of people. Now it's um, it went from monthly events with hundreds of young adults from mm-hmm. fifty different churches to now it's uh, fifty young adults from thirty six different churches mm-hmm. and various occupations. So we also honed in on basically seven sectors of Dallas where we felt like young adults were very passionate. Uh, I got mm-hmm. to memorize these seven sectors, but I'm going to try the best <laughs> okay, right now. Okay. Uh, business, religion, mm-hmm. politics, education, education, family, family. The oh, arts. the mountains. The, the mountains. Yeah. yeah the seven, mountains. The seven so mountains. Some people don't, don't know them. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just like these seven sectors of the right. city, arts and entertainment, which is mm-hmm. really what you guys are using that format. And here's also why is, Seven out of ten young adults, statistically, according to Lifeway Research, are walking away from the church once they turn 19 mm. and go into college. That's a lot. Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. And here's the biggest thing wow. for me that I saw is that it follows up and said that 80% of those young adults, when in high school, 
told themselves, no, I'm not going to do that like everyone, all my mm. other college friends are doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they have a preconceived notion, oh, they're preparing themselves, but something shifts whenever they get to college. Yeah. And so for me, no one talks about, although there's seven out of 10 leaving the church, there's hundreds and thousands of young adults that are flocking to nonprofits, causes, right. uh, social entrepreneurships, mm-hmm. businesses that give back, um, collaborative workspaces, these things that like are community driven and that impact. feel like the church. Yeah. That yeah, make a yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah. So even, um, something that really hit me in the last month was I was reading, uh, Christianity today had a, a list 33 under 33. There's a lot of lists like that, mm-hmm. but it's the 33 young adults that are really impacting culture in the nation. And almost none of them are pastors. Mm. They're all like cause leaders, YouTube leaders, uh, Nonprofit leader, yeah. uh, business leader, speakers, traveling speakers. So what it made me realize is like our generation is shifting over to uh, what Ephesians four eleven said that God gave us apostles, prophets, evangelists, yes. shepherds, and sure. teachers. And so we got to stop just raising up shepherds and teachers. Mm-hmm. And so it's I was talking to a seminary kid, and I love seminary kids. I'm not one of them, uh, <laughs> but he, I, I we got to do more than just really, really, really know what the word says. And sure. these, like what you guys are doing are using this platform as, as a, as a pulpit in some ways, but also to speak into like the world and culture, like sure. Jesus yeah. was able to do that. So unfortunately what I realized was, let's say you want to go and be a DJ or you want to be an artist or you want to go be a business leader. Mm-hmm. Um, what seminary do you go to or what, what program is in the church that is equipping that helps you? you do that yeah. um, or even a worship leader even there are even tools there are things that are in the church even if you wanted to use them at church that you can't go learn how to do right period where right. are you gonna go learn how to do that right and what i feel like and i know we'll talk about business in a second is um i heard i heard a business leader said say this he said you know at senior year what for they'll get all the young adults that feel called to ministry and they're going to seminary and they'll kind of have them come to the front and they'll mm-hmm. pray over them and commission them mm-hmm. and he's like what about 99 percent of everybody else that doesn't yeah, feel called to ministry right. but mm-hmm. they're definitely still called to ministry just not through that vehicle sure. he's like he's like are they chopped liver or what mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's what you kind of feel like your secondary yeah your b team your lesser yeah so we wanted and to it, create a venue for it that. makes you feel like you don't have as much impact as right. a pastor just because the audience is larger right right? and so i think that was the whole key of transitioning from like you said 200 people to now more of an intimate group do you see results from that already yeah i i think because you start to get my inside joke of what seven it's called 72 based on when jesus got the 12 to pick 72 to go out Mm. um in luke 10 uh I call it kind of Xavier School for the Gifted. It's nice. it's from uh, Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. or one of the guys in the team he calls it Divergent. Is <laughs> you're, you're kind of finding the the yeah, rebel like yeah. oh you don't belong you don't fit but actually like they have something in them that yes. they just the, the rest of the people just don't no understand how knows. to how to yeah. channel that. Sure, I try to tell I my mom that great. all the time, and, which is probably why I'm part of that group. Is my, mm-hmm. my family thinks I'm bonkers like they Mm -hmm. have always thought that she's a little bit crazy she needs to be doing ministry she needs to be in the ministry that's like the thing of the family to be in the ministry but you are i mean everybody else thinks so everybody else thinks so but the way that i that i believe i've been been called to do it just doesn't fit inside of the four walls of the way that we've done it for the past billion years Mm -hmm. or 50 (laughs) (laughs) and so you got a community around young adults that get that vibe whereas like the church sometimes struggles with what i want to do i love them 
I love the people. I wouldn't be who I yeah. am without them. My my parents don't really get it. Like this week, uh, I met with this principal. My my mom really wanted me to meet. It's a close friend of hers in the West Dallas area, which uh, is where we do a lot of our ministry. And basically, she's like, "Hey, Grant, uh, Grant's doing awesome things. Introducing who I am. Mm-hmm. He does awesome things. He's with the uh, initiative." And the and she's like, turns to me, Grant, tell her what it is because I kind of forget what is it. <laughs> and I'm like, man, mom, like, yeah. you know how many people yeah. come and like support us, and like yeah. you don't even know. What My we mom do. does that too, even about initiative. So and funny. I've been hanging with y'all y'all for a couple of years, and <laughs> and every time. I have to say, Grant's people, Grant, you remember Grant? Oh, yeah, they came, Mom, they came to the thing. Right. You've, like, you've interacted with right. them. It's not just the random thing that I that I go to sometimes. Like, you've actually had interaction, yeah. but it's just completely over there. You know, the biggest shift, and then, um, I don't know, well, you guys lead the show. but No, go, keep <laughs> um, going. What I love about what y'all do, and people that I guess are divergent, is... Jesus, Jesus uh, didn't do stuff just in the church. Like he couldn't have been just in the church. Like you don't become a friend of sinners mm. by just hanging out in sure, the church, in the church yeah. and around church people. Um, and I, I, I was hard pressed uh, to find some pastors or Christians that really, really know a lot that also could be considered a friend of sinners because you spend so much time with Christians. And I, I was reading a book That's and it so showed that like Jesus did 41 miracles in his ministry but only two of those 41 were done in the temple. Mm. The rest of them were outside. So I think the shift needs to happen when, like Felicia, what you're saying is um, you have a gift and then sometimes even the musical gift is like, oh, you need to be a worship leader. Mm-hmm. I hope it gets to a point where it's like, oh, you're really artsy or you can do video and photography. It's not like, okay, dang, you got to come and like shoot the, the Sunday the church event. It's video. like, let's just go get you to go do the outside. You don't, we don't want to bog you down here. Sure. Let's send you out. And it's just not the way you think. If you're creative... Like, you know how to do music, you know how to do arts, you know how to do something like that. Speak. They think we got to do it inside. Mm-hmm. Instead but of I think that that's the, that's the whole point of, like, coming into the 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 family, right, the Christian family, and then being able to identify what your talents are and then taking them to your specialty. Right. So whether that's health, all of these mountains, right. basically, right? right? So whether that's finance, family, whatever area that you're in, just because you're not and quote unquote ministry in the church, it's ministry yeah. nonetheless, right? Because mm-hmm. the goal is for you to make impact. So if you're doing that in the church, you're not really, you're not really making impact because you're, it's just recycling it. Yeah. Your yeah. impact is very limited yeah. because it doesn't go beyond the four walls of, yeah. of your, and some of the stuff doesn't directly correlate. So if, what if I'm a doctor, I'm supposed to be a church doctor, like <laughs> a nurse set up clinic at the church. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. I wish there was like a church doctor so I wouldn't have to like get get healthcare inside right. of the window of time that yeah. you can get it. It, it would be but convenient <laughs> for the church, still, but it's not necessarily where your church full-time can't ministry eat. needs to be in. Maybe if the churches did have doctors and went out and started maybe hospitals. That's good. Mm-hmm. Then that would like help the world. Yeah. And we'd have like Christian hospitals. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, yeah we have those. We don't do that we anymore. Are, I, there's one that's on 35 that has a big cross on it. Right. And you so, know. no, I mean, the they church used to, used to that's how do it started. that. Like, yeah, that's used to do stuff, and it didn't just impact Christians. It impacted the world. Right. And then we gave it up to the world to do Yeah, it. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's so what sad. that's actually what's happened to a lot of major hospitals. Baylor, mm-hmm. which is Baylor, Scott, and White. It's just evolved into this big business thing. Methodist. Mm-hmm. Where, do you, where do we think those names came from? That's how they started. If you examine history, 
even an inkling. That's what we used to do. But it's like it, we, we gave it away. We gave it away. And now everything is so separated instead of being infiltrated. But we used to infiltrate culture. Yeah. Now we just create our own. Yeah, always. Yeah, we're on the outside looking in mm-hmm. of the culture. Like, so, see, mm-mm, I ain't fooling with y'all. I need to stay over here with my people. I want to <laughs> ask y'all a question. <laughs> what? So, you, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said conversation, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, what could what as like this this right here? I, we even talked before this. Like, you guys have so many titles, jack of all trades. What could pastors do to better support what you guys do and see it as a ministry? Like what does it look like for what the church to get behind do? the stuff that you guys do? Uh, th- I mean, that there's a laundry list of things. You know what? What they could do is bring us into their their groups, yep. into their small. And mo- most churches are already um, they have the business model, not, not the business model, but it is the church model of mm-hmm. doing small groups, right? Of youth and young adults, and just kind of these specialty niches of, of mm-hmm. groups. And so, bringing us into their ministry and being able to talk the way we talk you know right. because mm-hmm. the, these type of conversations don't go on or even inviting in us to to generate the conversation right. like i always say in my picture perfect life chat world if i could say i know pastor so-and-so you feel uncomfortable talking about this thing right. but what if we had an off-site venue That's and good. we talked about these things we drove the conversation you should totally be there mm-hmm. somewhere right over there in the corner <laughs> not n- right. so that you can hear what it is that they're saying yeah. without you having to feel like you need to minister or fix it right there right. this is not your opportunity to fix this is your opportunity to listen yeah. yeah you know and i think actually what's cool about doing something like that and leveraging outsiders to come and be that role is you guys can say things with more confidence uh than pastors can say it as well as it sometimes can hit harder like for example i i have a consultant um that works with our organization i just tell them look these are the topics I'd like for you to talk about. I have a feeling you're going to say a lot of the same stuff I kind of already say. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, when a third yeah. party comes in, it's like, they hear it differently. oh, man, we need to do they that. I'm it, like, yeah. guys, I've been, I've been saying, saying that. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I totally agree. But th- I think that that would be the, the best way for us to be impactful with ministry mm-hmm. outside of what we're already doing. Right. And. Cool. Yeah, I think that that kind of that kind of partnership creates a ripple effect for us. Right. Uh, we already do what we do, and we kind of eat the price for what that is. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually it turns, and it could turn into a model where we're funded and supported through create through this this thing that we've created that they can utilize as support for what it is that they do as well. Mm-hmm. Whether that's whether that's behind uh, the the mic on a podcast, or whether that's in a, a live event kind of a setting. So. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so now now let's talk about the lion's yeah. den. <laughs> so we started, yeah, this was supposed to be a conversation right. about business. Startup. <laughs> but I feel like it all ties in it because does. church is a business. I mean, even though we don't want to admit it. it sure, is. sure. So you're plugged in with some people who were doing this event called the lion's den. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've got an interesting plight. I didn't know what BAM stood for. They say it a lot. I know. They say yeah. it all the time. Yeah. BAM. So, BAM. Really yeah. Like, yeah. Felicia started doing that. It was just like, BAM. Yeah. Yeah, bam. That's what I, bam. They looked at me like, uh, who that little black girl over there? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> I had to Google it. it. It's a real thing, but it's a, a thing that means something to people who are a part of it. So BAM stands for business as mission. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a whole segment of people who've taken on this idea that I am called to the battlefield, the mission field, the business. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Especially for Christianese people. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> tell us how you got plugged in with the Lions Den, what they're doing, and... And, 
Yeah. Yeah. So for the Lions Den, uh, I would they a lot of the guys in that they work with uh, Greater Dallas Movement Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm kind of the token young. His, uh, token, I'm, I'm the token in a lot of ways. Yeah, right <laughs> I'm the token young guy. I'm the token not white guy. I'm the token uh, young, not yeah. growing up in Highland Park guy. Right. <laughs> so, but, you know, I grew up predominantly with like African-Americans on a basketball team in sure. Louisville. And then uh, what, for whatever reason, God saved me out of a really white mega church. Yeah. And I think he wanted to expose to me like to different people and it was it was some families that discipled me um while i got introduced to not only the body of the faith but also upper class like white culture yeah for example mm-hmm. i joked that i got introduced to the third the second trinity which is uh <laughs> chipotle chick-fil-a <laughs> and starbucks, starbucks. Mm. i'd never been to any of those three pe- really? places yeah. until i became a christian <laughs> and hung out with white people <laughs> For real. Come on, Christian white people exposing us as a public. That is hilarious. Second Trinity. But, That's but hilarious. They, the, these guys, like, I've spent time with them and seen their heart and seen. It's crazy to me when you can live at the caliber of life that these guys live at. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about the investing that they talk about, but they really do want to give it back mm-hmm. um, to the Lord. I think it's very easy once you get a lot to hoard it up. And sure, they're yeah. not that group. Sure. And they trust young people in ways yeah. that I'm, I'm shocked. Like they let me dress and be who I am. Right. I love and it. so um, I, I'm confident to bring people around them. The biggest reason I got involved, though, was um, in initiative used to have to say and you do still like kind of say your passion what are you passionate about and the number one largest passion in dallas from the group the young adults that came to initiative was human trafficking and trying to end Mm. it but the second largest one more than poverty more than refugees more than uh creativity and arts was a business's mission so i was i never knew an avenue though that i could send young adults to um in business's mission because i could send them to collaborative workspace i guess but they'd have to pay to be there and then they could I could send them to like a Dallas startup week, which is I think a good a good place. But right. there's not from my knowledge a reoccurring frequent gathering of right. young business leaders that mm-hmm. also are welcome to Christians um, around the conversation of business's mission. So mm-hmm. this was cool because they also I mean most entrepreneurs are young. So it looked like it was now they are. That's, that's so new, interesting. That's yeah. generational. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be that you don't enter into entrepreneurship until you get older and you're tired of working in your old other yeah, job. You're almost you're retired, up, basically. Almost yeah. It's a used to, you'd have a little bit more security. Or you were born into entrepreneurship yeah. and somebody cut you a check for a mm-hmm. million dollars yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so I I just saw it as an opportunity sure. to get young people hopefully finances connections i think that's i think young people their greatest strengths are they have uh passion they have creativity and innovative ideas and most importantly they have time yes. uh they don't always A use that time wisely and right. that's what i think the older generation in this group has is they have a network which mm-hmm. we always struggle because we we have the right qualities we just don't have the right opportunities right. or job or people then the we, capital then we don't have a network <laughs> of opportunities we don't have finances mm-hmm. but Third, and I think what's great to get from this group is we don't have wisdom yeah. um, that they they have. Um, I'm really big on a quote I heard that said, um, "Smart people learn from their mistakes, but uh, brilliant people learn from other people's mistakes." So as much as I can mm. connect a younger group to what these guys have already learned over life, right? I'm like this is a great connection. Yeah, right absolutely. On. It's similar to Shark Tank. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, that's why it's called Lions Den. Kind of right. like you're going. You're going, You're going in. The Den so, so you have uh, how, nice many, ones, how many the Christian East ones? Right. Yeah. How many um, venture capitalists are going to be on the panel? Or that's I think, investing. I mean, 
man, there's the numbers of how many panels they're going to have. Yeah. There, I feel like there's at least four on each panel, but they're talking about like dozens wow. uh, of panels, great. like small caliber organizations, mm-hmm. very large caliber. From what I understand, they're trying to give four to six very large investments. But mm-hmm. I want to say they're all in the last two years, no, four years, they've almost given almost a million dollars away. This group has. So how do you... Uh, what advice would you give a business owner that is interested in applying for like how do you become prepared for this experience of walking into the lion's den <laughs> man i for real uh, watch shark tank like you know, right. that's I, know your numbers i learned how to fundraise mm-hmm. and and pitch ideas from watching shark tank mm-hmm. i i watched that and i i i'm dead serious that i watched that. i'm 26 years old mm-hmm. yeah. and had to start ra- raising hundreds of thousands of dollars and had no idea the biggest thing is one follow someone that's done it mm-hmm. for at least a decade and successful mm-hmm. but two i mean shark tank what i love is like these are billionaire millionaire type yeah. mindsets and seeing i, I watch what excites them mm-hmm. what 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 do you think excites them, but then mm-hmm. actually turns them off? For example, I always notice in Shark Tank, they'll be like, I, they'll resort, the, the contestant will resort to like, I'm very passionate. I will never give up. I'll never. And it just, it pour, it turns them yeah. off. Like, oh, this lady's crazy. Like, yeah, she won't even much. abandon her. Right? Some, don't be so consumed with your idea. Like, be right. willing to take critique. Uh, yeah, I watched good. that and I looked at like, what do they look at and what excites them? What scares them away? What shocks them in a great yeah. way and what shocks mm-hmm. them in a terrible There's way? There's so many things that are predictable on Shark Tank too that you see a person walking down a road like, oh, I don't have any sales yet. Yeah, what do they look for first? <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. why don't you have any sales? And I've, seen, I've still seen some ideas go through that didn't have any sales if they could really back right, it up. Right. Or if their sales are incredibly low and they've <laughs> I've sold 350 units since when? Since uh, two thousand and one. <laughs> two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> Quit. Since yeah. MySpace was out. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But that's actually to your point about the launching thing is I you are not considering it I'm not even considering it. like I want to. I'm like I hear that number, how much money's going out. Yeah. I wanna I wanna apply, sure. but I don't think I have the kind of results that I could confidently go before right. them. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Me so maybe question like, are you at the place because people want to put this kind of group would want to pour gasoline on a fire that that's already started absolutely that, mm-hmm. it, and and we do have a mentality as young people is if you can just start a squarespace website and make a facebook event right. you've you started an organization <laughs> yeah. and that's not true and that's just not how it works yeah and yeah people don't want it that, that goes back to that our quote for the day four months of preparation and about 12 years of shoot or 12 hours of shooting turned into about 30 seconds of screen time we don't like the preparation part we don't like to gather the numbers we don't like to study analytics we mm-hmm. don't like to some people don't even know what analytics means yeah. we don't <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, for real. You don't know who's coming to your website. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much money it costs for you to get them there. Yeah. And then you want to think, would you invest in you? Like, that's a question that I think that people should ask themselves. Yeah. Would you invest time, energy, and resources into yourself? And quite honestly, you might understand what your potential is, but you might not have the uh, organization to no, meet your totally. potential. Yeah. And investors don't want to put money into something that they're also going to have to work. So if you don't have a structure, if you don't have it's a path, already working to already yeah. generating consistent dollars and cents if they don't know when they're going to make their money back off of what it is that you're doing then you don't have you don't have a path to success yeah. you don't mm-hmm. have one if mm-hmm. they have to come in and redefine it for you stop yeah yeah go That's find you good. a coach <laughs> so <laughs> so if, help. so we have businesses that are listening to it right now and they're saying i'm prepared i have my analytics sure. i have my numbers i you know i have I this system plan. I, i've yeah, been doing I'm, this I'm ready. for five years how do they get in front of these 
investors? It's uh, the website is thelionsdendfw.com, and you can go and apply. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would also say, I even if you're maybe not ready to pitch, mm-hmm. I would I would tell anyone that's young to come. Like yeah. this generation, like we just talked about, is an entrepreneurial generation. Right. Uh, some of the best way to learn something is watch someone else fail right in front of your oh, face. You won't I forget know. the lessons that they learned. Yeah, that's why I learned so much from Shark Tank for real. Because I look yeah. at those people like, man, you crashing right now. Yeah, you crashing here. <laughs> they bought you on here. On Even yeah. watch just to know what's going on in Dallas. Like yeah. what what. What, what other businesses are, what are out right now? Ideas? Well, yeah. and and I think I like this event too because it's not just a local thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are people mm-hmm. that are flying in from all over the place, mm-hmm. and there are people, there are entrepreneurs who have made so much noise about themselves and what they're doing that these guys are like looking for them. Mm-hmm. There are people, there are investors, and sometimes we forget that because we we are in the negative or right. we are still looking to generate capital. We forget that your success attracts people who are looking. So for you. True. So if you are creating buzz about yourself, if you've got, if you are proving yourself over and over again, mm-hmm. then there are people that'll find you and dump it in your lap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because some of these people are coming from all over the place just That's because they've heard about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get over here. Let me see if I can give you some money. And it's crazy. It it's is different. Awesome. Than, Lions Den's kind of maybe a, a hard word because this group, when they just learn yeah, about different so opportunities nice. and groups that are coming, they're excited and like pumped. Like, yeah. oh, they get it. So it's not. But I know when when come game day they're gonna be like hard on some oh, of these I'm things. Oh, sure. But like they get pumped to yeah. see different entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's exciting. I think you can always tell when someone is very successful, kind of sees themselves in you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they see that. Like, I, yeah, it's cool. It's different when it's business's mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Lions Den DFW dot com. So anyone that's out there that is already in business, or are you about to start your business, and you just need some pointers, and you you know you, you want to see this live? Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to learn how to pitch because I I need to come to that. I sure. need to learn how to pitch. It's free mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and you can buy lunch. It's like fifteen bucks for lunch, but yeah. it's a free event. You just and where is it going to be held at? Dallas Baptist University. DBU. Love that campus. All right, you guys. So make sure you go to the website, get more information. We would love to have you guys pitch to get some money and then you can say you heard it on live chat radio and we need 10% Why not? of a finder's fee. Thank you so much. And Grant, where do we find out about what initiative is yes. doing? When will I find out? Oh, <laughs> where do the where people do find, find out? out about initiative? Oh yeah. So I E your website, social um, media, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Go to initiative network.org. Um, that's it. That's all you got, <laughs> that's all you got Grant. Snapchat. Thank you so much. Yellow Snap- Snapchat. <laughs> Or they can find you on social media, right? Yeah, my my uh, it gets complicated, so get your pen and paper out. But it's just Grant Skelton <laughs> at everything. At everything, That's the benefit guys. of being a Mexican South African. There's not many of us. Yeah. No South one's got African. that. Grant Skelton. Yeah, I don't even title. know what a skeleton is. Yeah, I've never met a skeleton in my life. I'm, I've met skeletons, but they're not yeah, upper than that, that oh, higher level. Oh, skeleton. Ah, That's so hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> All right, you guys. So make sure you um, get connected. Thank you so much, Grant, for being on. We Thank so appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. We'll be right back. What you got to say, Felicia? Nothing. Okay. I'm just happy. It's my happy face. <laughs> you're so happy right now. We'll be right back, you guys. You, you're listening to Life Chat Radio. Yes, sir. Come on with it, y'all. Shame my head. 
guys, it's Felicia, and you are listening to Next Life. It is an opportunity for us to tell you a few tips about how to make whatever you're creating really awesome. Whether you're building a personal brand, or whether you're building a brand for your business, or whether you're just trying to be a better human being, whatever tips that we give you during this segment are tips that you can use throughout your life. So the name of our little segment today, it's Next Life, but the title is like yourself because if you don't like you who will so I wrote a blog at the beginning of the year last year where I was really evaluating myself evaluating my company evaluating my brand and really taking stock and taking inventory and who I was and what it was that I wanted to project onto the rest of the world and what's so ironic right now is that I find myself every once in a while still really thinking about and pondering what it is I'm saying what it is I'm putting on social media, what it is I'm trying to articulate in my day to day life, I have been taking stock now for the last couple of weeks and really trying to figure out whether or not I'm projecting who I really want people to think and believe that I am, which I think is something that is really good for all of us, whether we are building a personal brand or whether we're just trying to be influencers in the world. And so um, I always like to compare what it is that I'm doing to my little girl. I got a little girl named Zoe for those of you guys who don't know. So the really cool thing about Zoe is that Zoe really loves herself. Like this baby really loves herself. And she will look at herself every single morning after I put on her clothes or after I comb her hair or whatever, she will walk herself over to the mirror. And now she puts her hands on her hips in this really strange way. It's not really even her hips. She puts them on her like on her rib cage, <laughs> she bends herself forward to take a good look at what she looks like before she walks out of the door. It is the funniest cutest thing but what is awesome about that and what I take away from her every single time that she does it is the little girl just really loves herself she loves what she looks like in the morning she loves her personality she loves the way she sounds she loves the way she looks she just really loves herself and some people might call that masochistic <laughs> some people might call that sadistic some people might call that vain but I think that that kind of that level of confidence is so attractive and it's a level of confidence that I think that we um, that we don't always do a good job at having ourselves especially women we don't always look at ourselves in the mirror and say oh my gosh I'm so friggin awesome and the world is gonna love me because I love myself and it sounds like a really common sense thing we hear Wendy Williams say it all the time and we will repeat it as rhetoric in our heads but how often do we look ourselves in the mirror and just really love and embrace ourselves and relating that even back to today talking about heart to heart and relationships and Valentine's Day and wanting to attract the kind of human being, the kind of person that we think we want to be with, how in the world are we going to attract the person that we say we want and we don't even like ourselves? Help us. Help us, Jesus. Mm -hmm. mm. Very true. 
Very true. Esther's back in the studio. She's amening me over here. Yes. I appreciate it. And so I'm um, just taking a, a little bit of an evaluation and taking some cues from Zoe Benton, who really loves herself. Why don't we not only evaluate ourselves personally, but evaluate your business, evaluate your personal brand, evaluate your social media pages, evaluate your Facebook, your Instagram, go and take a good look at what you are projecting onto the rest of the world. Look around at your friends and see how they are influenced by you. What do you receive back from them? Look at your husband, your spouse, your mate, your boyfriend, whomever is around you. See what you are getting back from them. And if you are getting back negative, if you are getting back things that you don't like, then the wise thing to do would be to take a look at yourself and to see if you are projecting the things that you don't like, the things that are not awesome, and really do a good job at figuring out how to um, take some steps forward and to readjust who you are so that you can attract what it is that you really want. Now, relating that back to your brand, because this is Next Life and this is supposed to be about branding and brand management, a few questions for you to ask yourself. Question number one, what do I like about my brand? Again, whether your brand is your personal self or a product or whatever, what do you like about your brand? Now, the next question to ask yourself after that is, what do I offer that no one else does? If you're offering the same things that everybody else does and you're not doing them well, it might be a good time to take a good look at those and reevaluate what it is that you're doing and figure out some ways to be a little bit more authentic in that space. And the last thing that you can do, some really good tangible action items for you. Number three, what are three things that I can do today to make me feel more confident about what it is that I sell or what it is that I offer? So does that mean taking a look at my Facebook page and figuring out how to make that better? Does that mean taking a good look at my website, which I took a look at my website, by the way, on mobile, and I've got some things that I want to change about my, my mobile website. Uh, but what are some things that you can make yourself feel more confident? Let's say you're not in business for yourself. And you are just, you know, this is just your personal self. What are three things today that you can do to make yourself feel more confident? For women, that might be something as small as going to get a manicure or something as minor as going to take a workout class or I had to do this to myself a couple of days ago. I was feeling really down about myself like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I did something as basic as washing my hair and blow drying my hair and flat ironing my hair <laughs> and something about my entire demeanor just totally changed. So the final thing again, what are three things that I can do today to make myself feel more confident about what it is that I have to offer? really, really basic steps that we can take toward being better entrepreneurs, better women, and better humans. That's it. So that's Next Life for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. This is something that we'll be offering on a recurring basis. And if you like it, share it, give us some feedback. And uh, yeah, we'll work on making it better for you every week. Uh, you're listening to Live Chat Radio. We'll head to a break right now and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. I'm sorry if I seem uninterested. No, I'm not listening. No, I'm indifferent. Truly, I ain't got no business here. But since my friends are here, I just came to kick it. But really, I would rather be at home all by myself, not in this room with people who don't even care about my well being. 
That's what we're talking about. Road to Ready, the whole month, actually. Yeah, we are talking about all of that. And tonight, or tonight, because that's when we're recording, <laughs> right? Secret Released. And today we talked about preparation, though. What mm-hmm. it takes to really be ready to uh, to not build your rocket ship in the sky, yes. as so many of us do. Yes. We had Grant Skilden in. I hope you guys enjoyed him. He's yeah, such he's a, so cool. He's a wise young fella. 29? Six. Oh, 26? Mm-hmm. Man, that's so crazy. I know. He's been doing it for a minute, too. It's not like he years. just started that. He's been in it for a few years, yeah. uh, but he's learned. The thing that I admire about Grant, because I've watched him grow over the past few years mm-hmm. in, in um, preparation and really being strategic about the direction of his organization but grant is unafraid to get advice and get feedback he seeks it out yeah um, and he makes like he made a huge adjustment they took an in, a huge shift in their model this past yeah. year to, so to go from making um having events every single month really large-scale events to yeah. then creating something that's polar opposite of what they were doing yeah. honing groups. in and focusing mm-hmm. on a smaller group a single yeah. group of people it's the same group yeah they don't rotate groups it's the same group of people on a regular basis Mm -hmm. because they want to see impact um that's pretty impressive it's very impressive and it just says that you're actually listening to the pulse of what's going on right now Mm -hmm. and whatever group that they're yeah whatever group that they're targeting which it sounds like it's more young adults it's millennials millennials very specific group okay so millennials so it's it's really identifying that you can actually hear what they're saying mm-hmm. what they're needing right now mm-hmm. and they need small groups like we all do mm-hmm. I, I i need that i like one one-on-one way right. more than i like being in a huge group of people and more than that they they need con- consistency they need somebody there all the time yep. that's watching what it is that they're doing and really giving them the feedback they need to to be better and to improve so impressive stuff yeah man absolutely so um hope you guys enjoyed that interview um we are wrapping this show up we are wrapping it up so what are we talking about next month what's our theme for next month oh 
I think we figured that That's out. That's a harsh question. Wait, like, we did. I, I think like you just out. threw me into there, Felicia. What's our theme <laughs> for next month? Uh, I feel like we figured it out. I feel like we probably did. I'm sure that you said something about it. We just had a conversation about it the other day. We and did. You put it in notes that you were supposed to email to me. <laughs> you, you never go. got. Back on you. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Just get it off of me. It's so uncomfortable. You trying to pull me under the bus with you? Listen, join, join me. That's dirty right there. <laughs> well just know that it'll be something amazing <laughs> about what we're talking about next month that's so <laughs> that's so bland it guess will. what guys we don't know what it is but it's gonna, it's be, gonna amazing. be amazing that's not true we do know what it is we just can't articulate it to you right now because we want it to be a surprise surprise next month is my birthday month it is mm-hmm. i keep early rem- birthday no we i celebrate just keep reminding myself of it because uh, because we're- i will forget Mm-hmm. I, will, I have been accustomed to and known to just like forget. And I won't plan. I'll plan something at the last minute and be like, eh, and then you send it now 50, 50 emails tomorrow. <laughs> Meet <laughs> me at the house at seven. <laughs> what? Ma'am, we're not doing turn it. Turn down for my 33. So here's your th- <laughs> don't turn down, turn up. Oh. Turn up, not turn oh. in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Go to sleep. No. Also, I know that's how, that's what I want every Go to sleep year. for 33. Yeah, mm-hmm. sleep time 33. Uh, 33 is really strange to me. Why? Because I'm the youngest child, and the older I get, the further I get from the idea that I'm the youngest kid in my family. But you still, but you still stay there. It doesn't like, you're matter. always going to be the youngest. It doesn't kid. matter. There's something weird about mm-hmm. creeping more into your 30s as the youngest child. For me, at mm-hmm. least. For me, it's mm-hmm. just it's just very very strange. Do you feel like you have more? Oh, what's the word that I'm looking for without making it seem like I'm trying to throw shade? You are uh, good. You're about to. I feel <laughs> the shade tree is No, growing. not on you. But so do you, because I, I, I kind of understand where you're going with this because I'm 36 and I'm the baby, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And so, but even in that, you still feel like you are sometimes more mature in certain areas than your older siblings. I think that's what they I'm trying to They listen to this show, so I'm not going to say <laughs> I'm not going to say my sentiments about that. It's just that <laughs> you start creeping into the things that that are anticipated of you at a certain age. And so the mm-hmm. world doesn't know that you're the youngest in your family. They mm-hmm. don't know that. Your family knows that you're the youngest in your family. Right. But then you're, you're starting to creep into, uh, I think, a higher level of expectation. And so... Um, from, for yourself or from, from your family? From society, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, it's... Like the the further the older you get, the more people expect of you, and rightfully Absolutely. so. Rightfully so, they should. Mm-hmm. With age, should come some maturity, should come more responsibility. Until you right. decide to retire and go to the beach for the rest of your life, right? That's my plan. So I don't know. It just um, it just feels it just it feels very different. Yeah, the, I, 30, I can feel yeah. that. I understand that because I mean, I'm I'm looking at thirty seven, like. What in the world are you doing here already? Who told you to come? What is a 37? <laughs> do you guys feel like that? Like, do you feel the older? Because I'm sure you guys are growing up with us. Mm-hmm. If you're still alive, you're still <laughs> growing older. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, but I think it's particularly for your for your 30s, especially. It's just a weird time. But I've heard a lot of people say the 30s was the best time of my life. Hashtag, you know? You yeah, know I've heard a lot of people say that as well. And I want it to be where... I I wanted to be both like I wanted to be 30s was the best time of my life and then 40s was even better and you know like all that kind of stuff 
Yeah. I wanted to to grow. How like, are you I don't feeling wanna... about that? Because you have a birthday coming up in June. I do, and I think and I feel like I'm looking at forty, like right around the corner. So it's really making me more Esther. You and forty just doesn't seem like a I thing. Know, I know. I know. I, listen, this is a total side note. So this dude was trying to holler at me at, hey. this, at this venue. I mean, at this event that I went to the other night. You looking for a flight? Let's go. Hey, let's go. <laughs> um, not not with him though. Okay. Um, but he was. I, he asked me how old. I, I asked him how old he was. He was like forty three or something like that. And so he was like, "How old are you?" And I told him thirty six. He was like, "No, you're not." And I was like, "Yes, I am." He said, "I look. I'm like late twenties. I'm yeah, like, I can get with how? that. That's true. I don't know. I don't know how to take that though, because I feel like then I look no, like you a got kid good skin. still. No, you got good skin. You Do just I? need to embrace that. You see mm-hmm. all these spots? <laughs> they don't see those. It, it's still that concealer, like, boo. That concealer. <laughs> Thank very you, Jesus, for it. NYX. <laughs> my, I love that. I love that. people think that I'm my nieces and nephews' brother or sister mm. or their. Yeah, they don't think. Yeah. Oh, you're their aunt. Their aunt. What? Mm-hmm. I'll take it." They're like, you got an 11-year-old? I surely do. You do have an 11-year-old. And you know what? It just really changes your whole mindset when you come into your 30s because now you're really getting into your adulthood. Yeah, like, it takes some time for that to, yeah. to take shape. Mm-hmm. The whole of what it means to be to come into adulthood and to do life differently, mm-hmm. totally differently than you did in right. your 20s. It just takes, it, takes some, it takes a while to get some traction. And I feel like for me, I'm starting to settle into the fact that I am creating traction for this portion of my life. Right, absolutely. It's not that it's frightening. It's just it, it, it feels different in yeah. every aspect of my life. It feels yeah. different. Different. absolutely it does you're you're growing <sighs> we're all growing That's well nice. next month we're gonna do like 10 things you didn't know about felicia every single week that sounds horrible <laughs> we're celebrating Maybe your birthday a thing you didn't know about felicia a thing you didn't know just one yeah not 10 who wants to hear 10 things about me every week that stupid. <laughs> that's stupid <laughs> who <laughs> wants to know about me i don't think yeah. i'm that interesting of a human 10 okay maybe five. Uh. <laughs> producer says uh, we're running out of time okay we're and out of I time i say let's abandon this okay topic. <laughs> okay you guys we'll catch you next week thank this you so much so dull we gotta end higher Ready? okay go hey guys thanks so much for listening to life <laughs> higher chat radio is in tone this week. no like in energy okay go thanks so much for listening to life chat radio for this week we are so glad that you are listening and that you were supporters and we cannot wait to get back on the mic and chat with you next week Yes. Like that. That was better. That was much better. You're and welcome. make sure that you go and share this on your social media pages and you go to the website and listen to the podcast again and again and again and again. Yeah. That's there good. you go. That was good? <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Sitting on the first pew, and yeah, that's you. Good kid with a big heart. Everything around you was so dark. You expected to play your part. Your part. Your part. But whatever the script was flipped, life hit you so hard, make you lose your grip. Now your life revolves around quarters and fifths. Rehab if you catch my drift. Man, these walls ain't familiar. Never was, never will be. Even with blind eyes, I can still see. Still see. I'm a long way from home. 
Don't take it joy 